Wayne gets a call from the Fricks. They need help dealing with Leval Pricks. The Hicks are on leash at Annex Bakke Beach, sparking new romance between Derry and Anik. It's Thirsty Thursday. And that means we're once again hanging out at the Produce Stand, a podcast paying tribute to the great Canadian show Letter Kenny. Now, I know what you're thinking. There are many other podcasts about Letter Kenny out there, but this one works for Titty Bank. I'm Al, your host, and joining me in the room, as always, is the lovely Tanya. And online we have, good one. we have Squirrely Matt, the virtuoso Victor. And joining us this week is she's a moderator on the Letter Kenny subreddit and Discord, but there's nothing moderate about her. She made numerous appearances on How Are You Now? She's a frequent contributor to the Produce Stand DM group, and she's a really great gal. You might know her as what do you what uh, what do you mean it's not awesome on Twitter and that's how we know her as well so please join me in making some noise for awesome wondrous oh my god I regret nothing Welcome to the produce Genuinely, stand. one of my favorite clips <laughs> from the whole show is the porno noises. Yes. Just oh. A fucking plus all the way. <laughs> Welcome to the produce stand. Awesome. How are you doing today? Not so bad. You? Good. I didn't say how are you now. I just said how are you doing today. But yeah, you <laughs> missed you dropped the ball in that one. Always. You know yeah, what? Right. It's been a rocky start before we even started recording. We'll maybe pro- probably talk about that later. But uh awesome. Where are you uh, speaking to us from? I am speaking to you from the Bay Area, California. Oh, San Francisco. Nice. Lovely around there, yeah. yeah. Lovely place, or at least we've seen I've seen on allegedly. TV. Yeah, allegedly. <laughs> Victor, have you been legitimately have you ever been down there? <laughs> I have been to San Francisco. I've been to San Francisco and San Jose, and I took the uh, train between the two. Of course, cities. you did. Yeah. And uh, and uh, <laughs> I, I enjoyed it. I I enjoyed it so much that I uh, purchased the route that I play on my train simulation game. Oh, of course, you uh, did. and I get to and I get to drive from uh, San Jose to San Francisco and back again, and uh, enjoy the enjoy the ride. Sweet. Yeah, it's not. It's not bad scenery. However, if you're taking the train that I think you're tra- taking, the uh, facilities could be improved. Well, you're not supposed to use facilities on any uh, vehicle. <laughs> oh, oh, <laughs> oh, pick me. Tanya's pick already me. got a story. <laughs> uh, uh, it's, Tanya. It's, the, it's the Caltrain, I believe it's it's called. But and and I enjoy it. Uh, so what's uh, your story about there? No, honey, Caltrain is our Department of Transport. <laughs> well, <that's>, <laughs> it's well, either Amtrak mean. or BART. In either way, they could be improved significantly. <laughs> well. Well, it's it, you guys use the same. Just so you know, you guys use exactly the same train as we have here in uh, uh, in Toronto that goes between Toronto and Hamilton um, that we call the Go Train. Mm-hmm. But the, the the actual train it's the same. It's called the Baby Blue uh, Baby um, uh, Bullet Train. Oh Baby's yeah. laying it you down can't go, you can't because go. they've got that sloped front end. That's right. That's right. Yeah. Oh. Anyway, it's the same train, so it's it's pretty cool. I can so, hear our ratings plummet. Go ahead. Yes, Tanya, you've been patiently waiting with your hand up. I have a little fun fact. So, um, so I w- we were at my parents uh, for Easter. It was lovely outside, so we got to 
distantly uh, have a nice visit. And my mom was has been going through photos and stuff and came across our uh, a newspaper clipping of when I was, uh, I think, in grade seven or yeah, I think it was grade seven. And um, my parents had rented a motorhome and we went to the little tiny town of Cochrane, Ontario, and we took the train, the Polar Bear Express <coughs> up to Moosonee or yeah, up to Moosonee and um, Moosonee Island. We took the boat across to, to Moosonee Island, which is the furthest, most uh, northern part of Ontario. Anyways, fun facts. Um, and I was just telling the kids that the one thing I remember about being on that train was going to the washroom <laughs> and flushing the toilet and the hole opening up in the toilet and seeing the tracks underneath going mm -hmm. and there was my, it just went out on the tracks and I'm like, Oh my God, that is you were like, 12 and you didn't know that. I didn't know that that's how trains had the wash. I thought I'm like, wow. It's that's, like, not how, that's not how the go train works trains now, and automobiles. I'm like, <laughs> yeah. it just fell right out there with the, with the bear dung. And that's and why they tell you, you not to go when it's in the station. I never knew <laughs> that. Yeah. I never, ever, ever knew that anyways i told the kids a fun fact and that's my train story there you go right, so go. i got really confused for a second Do you take a boat or a train to moosonee a four-hour train ride to moosonee and then from moosonee we went to moosonee island or uh oh yeah, I oh, yeah. Your, no... your story sort of blended over I there know, yeah. i know keep up. i thought it was one of those james bond things where the train <laughs> turned into a boat absolutely it did. Ooh, like the amphibious trains <laughs> oh my god is that the title I, you knew sex tape i was <laughs> i was young of course it did i pressed a button i opened up the portal to the to the toilet people and and we turned into a boat of course we did and anyways There's that was thing is too much horn talk and a fellow ought to be fucking aware of it <laughs> well or too much bathroom talk in this there instance. you go there you go that, there's my bathroom fun fact my train oh, fun fact dare i ask good. awesome how you discovered letter kenny so in 2017 sometime I discovered or I stumbled upon um, a couple of guest sets on Tumblr you know just and um, uh, a short clip of the you know episode one cold open mm -hmm. and I was just immediately fascinated by the um, rampant abuse of the English language <laughs> shall we say um, and that was some like call the beautification of yeah. the English language <laughs> <laughs> some sure some uh no that was the hook right that's what drew me in immediately and mm. then in you know, i put off getting into it for a while because i was into a couple other things at the time is pretty busy and then um then early 2018 i had surgery on my wrist and my sister had a baby and I basically took three months off of my life to recoup and help out my sister. And I just had nothing but time. So I just binged it over and over and over and over. Mm. <laughs> um, and, you know, by the time, by the end of the first series, I had a pretty firm idea of the characters and where they were going and, and it, it, um, you know, on basic characteristics. Mm -hmm. And uh, I just, I fell in head first into the fandom and I haven't been able to claw my way out. <laughs> <laughs> 
Well, that's great. I mean, uh, we could tell how, how, you know, how into it you are. I mean, you, like I said, you're a moderator on multiple forums and, uh, and I don't know anybody who knows more about this show than you do. So appreciate having you on today. Thank you for coming on. Uh, and also Thank for your, you. your support of our podcast. Uh, um, how did you find us by the, by the way? I found you through, uh, obviously, the How Are You Now podcast, mm-hmm. <laughs> um, uh, you, and you had uh, posted a couple of links on our subreddit, mm-hmm. and I was, you know, obviously, I was going to check you out, and then Dean was like, you got to check these guys out, and I was like, okay, in uh, with both feet, done. Dean's a good man. That's awesome. Dean's a great man. Yes. Yeah. Uh, we're looking for, uh, I guess uh, we'll have him on in a couple of weeks to, for the, the uh, season five recap. So looking forward to that. Oh, you will. So, yeah. Yeah. All right. So uh, today's lineup is going to be Matt, Tanya, Al, Victor, and our guest will have the last word. Awesome. How are you now? So, Matt, how was your week? It was good. Yeah. It's real good. We had Easter on the weekend. Uh, gave the kids some Easter backsits and, uh, you know, they, they, they got the hunt on Attaboy. and that was fun. <laughs> Good for you, man. You said it right yeah. off. Yes. First right? Time. Yeah. Go. I mean, we do, yeah, we did the hunt and then we, 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 we nailed out an ep, an oh epic breathex. Who's that? Oh, fuck it. Fuck it. Uh, I'm trying. <laughs> breathex. Breathex. How many times did you fucking practice that? In the mirror, I, right? I actually tried more, and I'm like, more, I'm going to nail this. More times than the limerick. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> that's true. It's in, like I botched it today. I mean, I hope it comes out okay. It'll be uh, no. Week was good. I mean, the weekend was fun. I mean, all things considered. I mean, Ontario, we're back down this stupid lockdown shit. I'm over it. Mm. Um, I don't understand what's going on. No one understands. Actually, Jerry D did a great little I little bit that. on yeah, it. Yeah, that that oh, man, he was nailed awesome. the yeah. confusion in yeah. Ontario. Uh, uh, but it is what it is. I mean, I'm already staying home anyways. I yep. work from home. <laughs> You know, it just, I don't go anywhere. So I'm, I'm nailing my part. Frustrating. Yeah. It's fucking ridiculous. Yeah. Um, I mean, I get it, but it, but the problem is with the whole damn lockdown shit is, you know, I can look back at this mess and go, I did my part. I mean, I, I I'm doing the right thing. I'm doing what I'm supposed to. I'm, I'm trying to keep my distance and all mm-hmm. that shit, but you know, they do this lockdown, they, they shut business down, but it's not doing a damn thing. Cause you know, you go down the corner and there's a park by my house. And like on last weekend when lockdown was getting started or whatever, there was like 200 people in the park. Yeah, no one's following stuff. the rules. So it doesn't like, matter. Yeah. Why, what's the point of shutting things down? No one cares. Yeah, and no one it's gives sad a shit. Yeah. because there's real re- repercussions of this mess, but mm-hmm. it's, it is what it is. But I don't know. Aside from that, it's been fun. Um, not that part. The mm. week has been fine. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> and uh, yeah, I mean, I, I've been hunting marketplace. So I know I got Al. I, I, I lured Al. Into, uh, <laughs> I heard about work that. Tomorrow morning, we're going to ditch work for a couple hours and uh, it's going to be fun. Mm-hmm. All right, Al. Wait, wait. Are you picking up the pimp coat that you showed us in the GC? <laughs> what? The, the coat. What was that furry coat that you showed? Oh yeah, my what God. the fuck, man? Are you planning a vacay in Siberia or what? <laughs> I showed a furry coat. Oh, the man's coat. Yeah. No, yes. no. <laughs> I don't need. I don't need to pick that up. <laughs> I already got that up. It's upstairs. Yeah, no, oh, it's great. No. Oh my god! I want to see you wearing it. Is that your Halloween costume? No, that's oh, that's man. the mat on the no, prowl. That's everyday wear. That's his on the prowl. Coat. I wear it when I work out. That's yeah. your come here now. Uh, all right. <laughs> no, but marketplace is hilarious, and Al's helping me uh, take apart a shed tomorrow. He just doesn't know what he's in. Take apart. I thought yeah, it was just load. Yeah, no, I thought I was just well, helping you load. And I'm like, wait a minute. It. 
you have you only have a little car. What are you loading it into? And then he shows oh. me a picture of the trailer he picked up on Marketplace. Yeah, like, I, dude, you've got a problem. <laughs> well, you should see. And then I got this nice little carpenter's box on the side oh, that I picked up on Marketplace this week. So it's great. You have a problem. Anyway. Recycle, reduce, reuse. Yes. I was taught the three R's and that's what I'm doing. Tanya, how's your week? Oh, yeah. It's a- okay. <laughs> Go ahead. Awesome. It's supposed to be reduce, reuse, recycle. So I'm in that order. You know, I'm not buying new, so I'm reusing something. There's a house around the corner from us. Like I've been walking out further and further now that the weather's getting nice. And there's a backyard that is absolutely filled with every single thing I think they can find on Marketplace. I like everything is in their backyard. Mm-hmm. So, Matt, you know, careful. Yeah. Are they selling anything good? <laughs> Canadian Pickers version 2.0 right here, ladies. You yes. have a problem. I'm crushing it. Yeah. Okay. Oh, but we got to move this along or else it's going to be a two hour episode. Tanya, how was your week? Oh, my God. My week is a blur. It's absolutely a freaking blur. Uh, today was a rough day for me. And I'll just share um, a little bit without getting too deep. But um, Owen got his toe done today, our son. And, um, it was the most difficult thing I think I've had to do. Um, you know, just watching, um, a teenager go through, um, an anxiety attack and, um, you know, we, we tried the whole, um, 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 and anxiety medicine before, uh, the procedure started cause he has two needles that he has to get put into his foot. Um, on the the knuckle of the big toe, like probably the worst part, oh. the worst place yeah. you can and, get needles in. And the child hates needles, um, like even going into his arm, like the child is petrified of needles. So it was a big hurdle and it was a two and a half hour long um, relay of trying to convince him we have no choice in this because um, the infection is just getting terrible to the point where we're going to get into some blood infections and bone infections if we don't um, take care of what we need to take care of. Anyways, um, we were successful and we bared down and I gave him all my strength and uh, success at the very end. But um, um, man, I'm just drained, just (laughs) drained. So it's a it's a good ending, but uh, a rough road getting there. So, yeah. yeah. Shit like that just takes everything out of you. Yep, I'm telling you, for sure. It's, uh, yeah. I mean, I got the, the the panic call this afternoon trying to to help calm him down. The other bad thing is we couldn't both be there for him because of the pandemic. It was only only yeah. Tanya could be there. Anyway, yeah. um, my week. I mean, uh, aside from today, I mean, I I think today's a win because it's something that had to be done, and he got through it. And I I I uh, I, I gave him as much uh, applaud as I could. Uh, you know. To, you know that he got through it and it's probably the worst thing he'll he'll have to get through hopefully uh, in terms of pain wise because it's not something that could have put him to sleep when i had it done when i was his age it was it was surgery in the in the hospital i went to sleep so i i didn't have to suffer through any of that stuff so i can't believe they they don't do that here, I'm, I'm, it's, it's mind-boggling to me like you can go to the dentist and even if you're like the slightest bit scared and just for a simple cleaning you can get laughing gas out, yeah. you can get laughing gas you can get all sorts of fun things but like <coughs> digging in and and taking out nail like anyways mind-boggling 
I, I believe there's like I, those those are like torture techniques yeah. in in in, uh, in Victor's homeland. So I mean, uh, <laughs> torture techniques. I know, right? Uh, so I'll quickly. Well, you know, all over medieval <laughs> yeah, Europe. And exactly. Yeah, and that's what I said. Victor's homeland. Um, uh, <laughs> my week was uh, slightly better. Um, I think I got I, I got my promotion. Uh, I went. I had my. One interview yesterday and a second interview today, and I'm like, wait a minute, what? What do you mean interview? I thought it was a, a done deal. But anyway, uh, I think I, I charmed the pants off of my uh, my future uh, bosses, and um, and hopefully that it becomes official soon, so I can give my team my two weeks notice and uh, and yeah, and start the. Are you, new- are you still gonna have time for us, Al? <laughs> uh, yes, of course. Well, I mean, so here's my new. Here, here's what make sure, bud. The new title. You sound like a wife. The new the new title <laughs> is going to be emerging channels communications manager. So I'm loving that. Like uh, it's so much better than my. What the fuck does that mean? <laughs> yeah, exactly. I have no idea. We're going to find out. Channel. Anyway. That just means that's you just, can make it up as you go. Exactly. Right? Yeah. It just means that he went from Chandler one to Chandler two. Yeah, I, don't I went know from uh, working on the on the Wimis <laughs> to, to, to now from doing friends? something else. Yeah. yeah, your your, your title is basically a limerick. Yeah, Victor, how, how, <laughs> nailed I'll it. I'll introduce you if you'd like. Nailed it. How was your week, Victor? Yeah, it was pretty good. Short. Uh, all of a sudden, it's Friday tomorrow, and I'm thinking, you know, we get an extra day off, but then we get punished for it by not having less work to do. So, <laughs> uh, yeah. but we're dealing with it. Uh, I already signed my letter, so uh, but I haven't told anybody. Um, oh. So I'm I'm chatting with my current boss tomorrow, where we where we're going to mm-hmm. agree on our communication strategy for next week, and mm-hmm. uh, and then we'll let everybody know, and then deal with the uh, fallout. <laughs> but uh but yeah for me for me it's uh it's a done deal so i'm very excited about it uh don't actually start till middle of may mm-hmm. but uh but you know just around the corner yeah um the week uh the week's been good uh the boy and i saw what is it kong godzilla versus kong oh yeah or- mm-hmm. yeah. And? yeah so we saw that uh yeah you know i mean you you got to put your brain on a shelf and why and enjoy mm-hmm. it uh so if you do that uh it's good i mean the whole premise of the show is that there's uh hollow earth inside the earth mm. uh and my favorite part <laughs> is that when they magically get down there uh by kong leading the way um uh there's sunlight down there but there's oh. no sun so right. there's that Oh, nice. Uh, so, and you would think too, a, a hole large enough for Kong to come down, or a cave lo- large enough for someone like Kong to go down, that yeah. that you would have discovered that cave a long time ago. But no. Well, Maybe. they knew it was there. They just weren't sure how to get down down. Wait, the- way to not lead with spoiler alert. Like. <laughs> well, no, no, I, haven't, I, haven't, I haven't given anything away. No. I haven't said who. Wa- the big thing is who wins, and mm-hmm. the, and it's a, and and it's the, it's a trick answer. Oh. But anyway, <laughs> Jack oh, Jack Black again. wins, right? Yeah. Yeah. So anyway, uh, if you if, if you if you enjoyed the uh, Godzilla movies from uh, when you were a kid on, mm-hmm. on Saturday afternoons, uh, then uh, you're going to enjoy this movie. Otherwise, stay away. Awesome. How's um, your? Oh, sorry, you're not yeah. done. No, no, that that that's it. And I was just going to you know pass it on to Awesome. And uh, by the way, San Francisco was incredible. But believe it or not, I enjoyed San Jose even more. Mm. No, forget it. You're canceled. You're done. <laughs> bye bye now. You're cancel dead to culture. me. Victor. Cancel culture's in right now, too, yeah. Victor. So be careful. Yeah. <laughs> awesome. How's your week? My week was pretty good. Last um, last Wednesday, actually, I got my very first COVID vaccination. Congratulations! So. Yay. Yay. Very excited about that. Mm-hmm. Doing your part. Um, <laughs> Wondrous. Awesome. Uh, we need a we need yeah. a clip for that for sure. Oh, exciting. It's like a yes. lottery ticket, eh? 
Well, up you here know, it is. Less, <laughs> less so, actually, out here. Um, pretty much everyone, as of uh, April 1st, everyone 16 and older was eligible. So they're just rolling it out as quick as possible. Oh, That's, my God. I'm coming your way. I'm coming. Yeah. Your even way. even just the first dose is 80% effective. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, reducing symptoms and, and minimizing um minimizing exposure so you know hey everybody who gets even a single shot is doing their part you know mm-hmm. uh, protecting everyone else well we're anxiously yep. waiting Absolutely. for ours tanya's parents got theirs my my parents are i'm still trying to convince them to get theirs but uh, anyway yeah i'm sorry story. your premier is a piece of shit yeah so. he is Absolutely. oh my god right we're a piece of shit for voting him in yeah. uh, all right all right you know, polite, but you're not exposed <laughs> to get that. politics get or religion at the supper table okay let's uh let's move on to twitter roll call uh we have uh, 30 new followers this week uh welcome to michelle bobbin david edmonds michael connor jeff heisler a a continuity of random randall parks from letter kenny justin from branson missouri Farrah lang mike dinmore from havertown pennsylvania uh colby white uh kevin miller from sheffield lake ohio esteban serna dave danick uh, Kenneth Gonzalez from uh, Portland, White Wolf, Hibby or Hebe, EP, Jesse Robbins from Illinois, ASAP Dave from Fort Wayne, Indiana, Seamus O'Kane, uh, Matthew Atkinson from Lake George, New York, Kane's tail- tailgating from Miami, uh, Duke Dukeleff from Camus, Washington, Rob, uh, Jennifer Walsh, Steve Zapatello, uh, Tim. Donnie Veets from Denver, Carl with a K from New Jersey, Simon Crawley from Seattle, and may the nerd be with you from Boston and vicinity. Uh, Thank you all for following and hopefully for listening. Well, don't bore us. Get to the chorus. Last week, we recapped and reviewed episode five of season five, back to back to back. That episode received a fresh from Tanya, Matt, and and Jack, and a clearance from Victor and myself. Uh, According to our scientific Twitter poll, 82.4% agreed the episode was fresh, while 17.6% gave it a clearance. No composts were given. Uh, This week, we review and recap episode six of season five, Buck a Beach. Matt, have you done your homework? I did. Yeah, you just did. <laughs> Start yourself out. Fit it in under the wire. <laughs> Tanya, have you done your homework? Yes. And I've done my homework, Victor? Yeah, I just got it in there. Yes, you did. Uh, That's what she said. Unbelievable. <laughs> <laughs> and awesome. How many times have you done your homework? <laughs> I did my homework three times this week. I watched the episode on its own. I watched the entire series through. Wow. And then I watched what? <laughs> this episode and the episode that it follows holy crap all right well i'm only allotted like 20 minutes a day for me so i mean that's impressive <laughs> yeah that is great i don't have kids yeah i have nieces and nephews and niblets of assorted smart. genders smart yeah all right here we go we start <laughs> yeah. with a cold open the hicks are at the ukrainian center wayne has just finished polling uh oh poking fun not pulling <laughs> Do spell check here. Poking fun at Derry's inability to say the word breakfast uh, when Derry makes the mistake of uh, starting a conversation thusly. Can I be honest with you guys for a sec? Oh, careful, Derry. That suggests everything you've said up until now has been a lie. <laughs> and you've said lots of things. It's like when someone starts a sentence with, don't take this the wrong way. Guess what? I already did. Yeah, same thing. If people start a sentence by saying, you're going to hate me for saying this, guess what? I already do. 
Or when people start a sentence by saying, you're not going to want to hear this. Guess what? I already don't. No, it's just an observation. I'm curious as to know why you thought it required a preface. Well, because I'm aware of how it might sound. Quit beating around the bush, Derry. Yeah, Derry, I don't remember you being such around the bush beer. Well, fine. I'm not even going to say it. <laughs> say it! <laughs> After a little more pressure, Derry finally gives in. He admits to thinking that he's always thought the term craft beer was actually craft beard on the account <laughs> of the guys who make it always have beards. Squirrely Dan thanks Derry for inviting them into the circle of trust. Uh, Derry thinks craft beards makes more sense. You know, craft beards doesn't really bother me, but it's the clever wordplay that goes into the name of them that I find hard to swallow. Like, so hoppy together, or barley breathing. Now, why did you just call it what it is? Fucking beer. Beer and headlights. <laughs> yeah, I'll contribute ale by comparison. Stout and about. Stout's actually pretty good stout and about. Stout and about's not bad at all, actually. I drink some stouts and about. I'm surprised we're not drinking a stout and about right now. Katie thinks what you uh, want to do is put an animal in the name because people love animals like cute koala cream or happy hamster honey. Uh, Derry thinks you ought to be put a berry in the name because people love berries like partridge berry pilsner or alderberry ale. Wayne disagrees. He thinks that what you're exposed to do is put something cozy in the name because people love being cozy like toque or mittens. And if you want to double down, put something outdoorsy in the name like lake or mountains. So then you get names like toque lake brew company or mountain mittens alpine ale uh squirrely dan then puts his two cents in the other ways to go is to use a clever but ironical statement like i'm bitters see i go suggestive like slip it in cider katie what and cut to wayne outside saying get the squirrel of puppers and we go to the theme all right that's the cold open matt what do you think of this cold open yeah it was it was good mm -hmm. um I definitely got a good laugh. The The whole craft beard thing makes me laugh because I'm a big craft beer guy. Um, and then we got on a bit of a beer talk there. So that made me laugh. And I actually love a lot of the fun names. And you, know, you got your favorites out there like Juicy Ass. That's a good one here in Ontario. Mm -hmm. um, and then you got to go out west. You got the Trash Panda. So there's a lot of fun names out there for beer. And, um, you know, the beer still has to stand up on its own and actually taste good. What do you got there? I got an octopus wants to fight from Great Octopus wants to fight. <laughs> Great Lakes Brewery. Yeah. Great Lakes Brewery. And they another one of, of my names. Yeah, another one of my favorites of theirs is the uh, Pompous Ass Ale. I love that one too. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so it was. Can, it was a, can I say yeah, say something real quick mm -hmm. about Trash Panda? <laughs> my uncle part owns the brewery that makes Trash Panda. Oh my gosh! Oh, wow. oh you've just blown. Matt's mine. Uh, so much so that he's. <laughs> they just, they like he gave me a hoodie with the logo on it. Come on. Oh, really? Man. Out in BC? Is there yeah. in BC, aren't they? No, no um, they're in San Diego. Tra maybe there's another trash panda because I remember, unless I'm mixing up where the brewery is, maybe it's uh, maybe the name's gone twice. But either it's way, that Dollar excites Street me. Brewery, right? <laughs> Now I'm blanking. Trash Panda Beer. All right. While you're looking that up, Tanya, what did you think of this cold open? Um, this it's is in Vancouver. Like, there you go. Oh. The one I'm the one I'm thinking of. But I am excited that there's okay. Two. Very <laughs> yeah. And I'm excited that he owns a brewery because if I ever come that way, I want to see said brewery and drink said beer. Well, there you go. <laughs> um, this is the very best cold open wow. I have. I, I I love this one the wow. best. I couldn't high fucking praise. Really? I like wow. I better than the tensions paid. Contained, really, I couldn't yeah. contain myself and I laugh. I could like because seriously, hmm. I really try to keep a poker face with Alan yeah. so he doesn't know 
how I feel about an episode and I couldn't, I, I laughed out loud. I share Derry's um, hesitation with, sh- with sharing in a non-safe place, as you guys <laughs> all know. Um, you, you've been burned a couple of times. I today, so why. love Katie's slip it insider mm-hmm. and Wayne's reaction to it. Like I laughed. Yeah. I just laughed. Like all of it was awesome. I loved it. Wow. I loved it. I loved it. Wow, Absolutely. Yeah. Best cold open. That's, I didn't wow. like like wordplay usually, but this one was funny to me. See, I used to work at a place that uh, we had hot sauces and hot sauces oh, are yes, kind of like right, beers yeah. where they have those fun little play on words yeah. and, and uh, they're very much like the beer labels. And yeah. I thought the whole, I thought the cold open was great. Yeah. Love it. Interesting. <laughs> wow. All right. Well, uh, so we go from that to, uh, it was, it was just okay. Really? It's just okay. I mean, it was fun. You and I are so. It wasn't a bad. People. It wasn't a bad cold open, but it is nowhere. It was even a thing. Nowhere. No. Yeah, I I'm sat here wondering the same thing. Really? No. Opposite. I mean, so, no, it's nowhere near the best. Like, <laughs> he stopped himself there. It might be. It might be in a, in the top twenty. I liked it. <laughs> it. Might be my top twenty cold opens. It was just okay. There was nothing wrong with it, but there was nothing that like made me there laugh. There was no ants on CDs on this cold open. Yeah, well, I didn't like that one. I was so okay. This one's better than ants on CDs, but this one comes nowhere near attention's paid, which to, in my mind is still the best cold open uh, so far. So anyway, I mean, there, there may be better ones coming up, but up until now, up until this episode, I think attention's paid is is still number one. Uh, Victor, what did you think? Well, well I'm concerned that ta- uh, Tanya ingested some of Owen's painkillers. <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> but God, I uh, wish. God, I, wish. I, I thought I thought that it was just okay. Uh, yeah. I, in fact, towards the end, I kind of felt like, okay, all right, pitter patter. Yeah. Uh, uh, <laughs> you know. Yeah. Like it was. It was good. It was. Mm-hmm. It was. You know. I. I did not laugh out loud. I snickered. Mm-hmm. Uh, and and I did find it relatable and amusing. But it was. I. I didn't. There was nothing bad about it. It yeah. was just. For me, it was just like another cold, good cold open. But yeah. oh my goodness, it does not come close to uh, <laughs> attention's paid. Uh, attention's paid. Yeah, no. but it's so it's so truthful. Like people yeah. people yeah. start conversations and then they like they lead in. And it's like what? Mm-hmm. Why are you doing that? Like that's just yeah. Yeah, Anyways. like you didn't need to bait the hook like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, just. Just fucking say what Just you want to say. say it. I'm pretty sure I used two of those starters today. Yeah. People <laughs> so do it. It's so the it's so the truth. Yeah, again, exactly it was just okay. Uh, awesome. What did you anyway. think? What did you think? Wait, who else gets a no, everybody else went, right? Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Don't worry. I learned my lesson um, from last week that uh I, I checked my, you know? my notes. Yeah. <laughs> 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 okay, so I'm with Tanya. This is one of the I think this really? is the Second or third best cold open. Amazing. Hmm. Okay. It's up there for me. Um, I, I love Wayne's little micro expressions throughout the whole scene yeah. because he's like, honestly giving this like serious thought <laughs> um, when he's not preoccupied being, you know, totally non plus. Mm-hmm. But um, it, no, my favorite part genuinely is Wayne's reaction to Katie's slip it insider. Yeah. <laughs> He's so easy to wind up. You can tell. And I, yeah, Katie absolutely does that to him on purpose just for shits and giggles oh, sure. yeah. because he's so easy to get a reaction out well, that's of. That's what siblings that. do, right? They push buttons. Yeah. And she knows what buttons to push on him. 
She she knows all the buttons so and I'm, she's like holding a couple of them back in future just in case he really cl- crosses the line. So I'm curious now, if this is one of your top, what are some of the other ones? Like what are like series one, episode one, obviously. Oh yeah, yeah. Well, I mean um, that one there, yeah. Just uh you come in boys and you come in series men for all three, of us. <laughs> episode one, the cold alphabet aerobics. Yeah. That was yeah. epic. Yeah, those are always yeah. good. Yeah. yeah. Like so, so to me, um, again, this one here just doesn't come close to comparing to those or attentions paid, like the Alphabet Olympics or aerobics or whatever, and, and yeah. attentions paid. And yeah, I, I agree. The uh, episode one, the very first scene, was great as well. Um, I mean, it's what hooked most people in. So, so the reason I think episode one, series one, episode one is so good mm-hmm. is the vast, vast amount of character information that you get in a really, really small package. Mm -hmm. Um, And it essentially lays out the entire backstory for the whole show in two minutes. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And it gives you a handle on everybody's character Mm -hmm. in that scene. Yeah. Um, The reason I think this episode cold open is so good is pretty much the same as you get a lot of really dense information about the characters in a really really compact little package that doesn't feel like an info dump and it doesn't feel like exposition Mm -hmm. you just you see them react in their natural state and you know things about them Mm -hmm. yeah i mean i don't disagree uh we do get lots of exposition later in the same episode though (laughs) my my favorite part about this this cold open was when Wayne does the roll call with, uh, you yeah. know, okay, okay, Dan, okay, okay, okay. Yeah, yeah. Like he goes through all of them uh, to make his point. And he's I a very methodical fella. Yeah, yeah. I've been doing that this last uh, week or, or or two. I've been doing, and I'm like, oh my god, it's like so affecting me now. Like, okay, Alan, Alan. Okay, okay. I'm like, what is wrong? The vocabulary just leeches in, like. Uh, the groundwater it's fucking wait till embarrassing. wait wait till you encounter another freeze. another letter candy fan in the wild and you guys each look at each other how excited you're going to be when you're oh, you watch it too don't you because uh, that'll happen and you'll get all excited that's happened to me at the fucking grocery <laughs> and i guess it'll be even more rare down there like uh to, to run into somebody who might understand if you say to be fair and then you hear somebody Shockingly. else. Shockingly. <laughs> okay, to be fair, I was wearing a Letterkenny hoodie and a oh. Letterkenny face mask. Okay, so, so you, you were advertising your fandom. I was, yeah, I was like blasted. All right, this is going to be a long fucking episode. All right, let's <laughs> let's go on to scene, scene one. Still at the Ukrainian Center. Uh, the Hicks are joined by McMurray, Tyson, and Joint Boy. Uh, they're having a round of shots when Wayne gets a call. It's the French Hicks, Jean-Guy and uh, Jean-Carl and Jean-Pierre. Uh, they're calling to ask for help. Uh, we're going to call the, the, just for the sake of, uh, of expediency, we're going to call the French Hicks the Fricks. Um, <laughs> just, the French Hicks the Fricks? Yeah, because I also use it. Yeah, in, that makes sense. I, I also Sorry, use it I had in, to say it out loud. In the, uh, I was wondering where that came from, yeah, but I so just rolled it up. I, I, I created it and then I used it. I created it. I used it in the limerick, so so there you go. Uh, yeah, you, that first line of the limerick is now clear. Yes, you lost me for a moment. My tab crashed. <laughs> I apologize. Okay, good. I was, no I was one would worried. have known if you didn't say anything. No, that's okay. French. Well, <laughs> Al, I wasn't going to, but then Al said something, yeah. so I fucking spoke up. Yeah. <laughs> when you break your g-string and keep playing 
Oh, what's I that you said about when you break your g-string keep dancing no geez oh. it depends <laughs> on where relevant. Yeah, yeah, exactly all right let's uh, back to man, let's get back on track here uh <laughs> the fricks are calling to ask for some help it's anix bakibish which is french for ba- buck and doe uh, they're expecting trouble from dgens from up country who always crash their parties wayne hangs up on the fricks uh and asks the ontario hicks if they want to go to a buck and doe who wants to go to a Buck and Doe in Quebec? It's Dag No, I'll never say no. Jack and Jill, always a thrill. Drink and dance till you shit your pants. Love a good turn stuff. Love a sip and spin. <laughs> What's a sip and spin? <laughs> Who the fuck are you? A sip and spin? Stag and Doe. Jacks and Jills. Drink and dance. Turn and stump. Or a Buck and Doe. There's a pre wedding party thrown by the best man, Maid of Honor, to raise money for the bride and groom's big day. Oh, cool. Get the fuck out of here, dude. <laughs> <laughs> Kitty shows up and asks whose buck and doe it is. Wayne asks her if she remembers a Nick. This causes Derry distress. Another French gal who got away. Katie reprimands him. That's why he's got a strike while the iron's hot. Katie wonders who's driving. All the hicks say they can't because they're hammered. Katie says she she can drive, but she can't fit them all in her truck. Enter Riley and Jonesy, or as Katie calls them, Pete and repeat. Uh, she asks them if they want to go to a buck and doe. Oh, fuck yeah. I didn't even know there's drink and dance tonight. How we not know about a swig and sway? Well, it's not here. It's in Quebec. I got no reason to say no. Let's slam some Rumu skin. Let's get our meat <laughs> smoked, boys. Fire a little batch of Celine Dijon. Let's go. Okay. Good. You're driving. Okay. <laughs> Uh, they're all ready to leave, but McMurray pumps the brakes. He's got concerns. Says it's all fine and good that they have French pals who want them at their party, but they'll they'll likely have French pals who won't appreciate having the English dudes there, reminding them that Quebec damn near left Canada, and that separatism is alive and well in Quebec right now. Uh, Derry agrees, uh, since uh, we just had the referendum damn near yesterday. Squirrely Dan says, Derry, the referendum was over 25 years ago. Uh, Derry and Squirrely Dan start bickering, and McMurray uses this as an example of the French causing separations uh, right here, right now. Uh, McMurray warns that if they're not happy to see him, he's not going to pretend to be happy to see them either. Wayne reminds McMurray of his mantra. When a friend asks for help, you help him. And that's all there is. There he has scrap. I have scrap. Danny has scrap. I'd have a scrap. Tyson has scrap. I'd have a scrap. Did he have a scrap? I'd have a scrap. I don't even know what your fucking names are. <laughs> We'd have, have a scrap. Fuck boys. <laughs> Let's have a scrap. <laughs> well, I have a scrap too. My terms are not negotiable. This is going to be a long drive. <laughs> Wait up! Run, Man, uh, McMurray's just going full Boomhauer at this point. Like, uh, he's gone. Yeah, I was gonna ask: Is was it just me, or did he like pack extra marbles yeah, in his mouth? Yeah, he's oh, just like getting episode. more and more difficult to understand for like, sure. And, and, you know, and, and it's not. Back. Yeah, go ahead. Sorry. It's not Boomhauer. It's Rooster Cogburn, is what he is. Is that's that that's where he's channeling. Oh, okay. I don't know that that reference. It's it's just it's too. It, you Sh- can't hear it. It's it's oh. it's uh, not audible anymore no it's not no it's just like fucking adults in the peanuts cartoons (laughs) yeah (laughs) uh let's see here scene number two the hicks arrive in quebec at the location of the buck and doe the fricks are there to greet see how much easier it is to to call them the fricks that way we know no dude i'm still fucking every time i think every time you say that i think you're oh boundlerizing yourself no no no, i'm doing it on purpose i'm I'm being you know i'm hearing joe pesci i'm being i'm being a 
efficient. And you know what? Uh, if you can be one thing, you should be efficient. That's right. Yeah, but if you have Thank to you. then explain it, it's not really efficient, is it? <laughs> He's trying to make it a thing. The shirts are coming in next week. The, the shirts are going to come in next week. The Fricks are there to greet the Hicks. Whoopsie Goldberg. Hey, come over here and shake my hand, good buddy. Oh, with Stomp and Tom, does that fella Cockbazine still bumming around? <laughs> How's Jim Cutie and Michael Bubbly? About as good as Kim Mitchell there, Cockett Richard. I could have bond you in this, Gord Downey. Long lives the hell. Here we go now. <laughs> so you guys got Celine Dion all queued up in there? What's the scoop? We've got all Anus Morissette. Uh, there he sees a Nick. Aww. Yeah. I know, I had to cut it off there. Come on. Uh, the look on his face I know, I know. kills me. <laughs> so there he sees a Nick. He's so smitten. Played played by the 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 gorgeous Kim Cloutier. Uh, and he's struck dumb as the music plays and the slow motion starts. And Nick walks down to greet them. The moment is disturbed by McMurray, who demands an introduction. The three Jeans introduce themselves. And so McMurray introduces himself as Jean McMurray. Yeah, I guess that makes me Jean McMurray. Enchanté, Nick Murray. Oh, John Wayne, j'imagine. Cowboy. I've been called worse. And John Darrow. Uh, John Dan. That's John Squirrely Dan. I'm John C. Riley. <laughs> I'm John Bones Jonesy. Actually, my middle name's John. You know, French people don't have middle names, right? Uh, the reunion is interrupted by a very... Hold high, on. Oh. You, you know, technically, my first name is actually John. John? Really? Fun fact of the day. John Ma- John Mack? John Mack. Okay. Is it J E? Can, can I get on my A N? No, it's J O N A T H A N. Not the it's French the John. School. No, no, no. Go ahead. Can, but can I get on true. my soapbox for a second? All right. No. Keep it short, please. <laughs> <laughs> no, this is something that that crops up occasionally, and by that I mean frequently <laughs> on Reddit. McMurray's first name is not John. Okay, he is making fun of French naming conventions because overwhelmingly French people are named Jean or Marie Mm -hmm. in honor of some saint. Okay. So like just uh, his name's not John. Please stop that. You you are fighting the good fight there. Awesome on Reddit. Um, I don't know why you bother, but anyway, (laughs) (laughs) Fucking thanks. also one, hold on. I want to point out one thing. Um, the, when you see the, uh, Bienvenue à Quebec Mm -hmm. sign, uh, it's the same song that's playing in the background as it was in series three, in Liz Hicks, episode yep. four. I thought that. Yeah, yeah, you're right. Yeah, and that's a god. That's a good fucking song. Okay, that it's, that's a banger. It's it's a hokey Don't song. If you listen to the lyrics, <laughs> it's, it's, it's a hokey. Fun. Song. It's like French. It's- it's French stomp, stomp and Tom. It's it's pretty hokey. Anyway, the reunion <laughs> reference. The reunion is interrupted by a very irate Jean Claude, who's the groom to be, and his cousin. Jean, Jean Lance, both are wearing very distinct blue, blue plaid. So we're going to call them the blue plaid brothers. Um, are we now? Yes, we are. And my production note here is <laughs> the, the Hicks like to add T to the end of the word cousin. Uh, you'll notice that um, in further episodes, they say cousin all the time. And and it's hilarious. Yep. In the Furda editions, the cast and crew commentary edition, um, it's pointed out several times that the word cousin is one of Jared Kizo's favorite words. And so he tries to like shove it in oh, anywhere he can. I was wondering why, because I've noticed yeah. that they, they don't say cousin, they say cousin. And the funny thing is it, in Jean-Claude says his cousin 
and he, and he yeah he emphasizes the t even though he's saying it in french he's still he still puts right the is t. that a french thing no because it's not they it's, are it's just, also hicks yeah but that's just hilarious like it's a different language there's no reason why a t would be added to both Maybe version. it is like an extended cousin. No, I think it, well, like like awesome. Uh, it sounds like it's just a Jared Kiso thing that he's thrown in there, like an Easter well, egg or something. Th- it is a very rural thing mm-hmm. to say cousin instead of cousin. Oh, um, I've never heard and that. It, but, yeah. it was something that I had beaten out of me. <laughs> oh, really? So yeah, no. Um, genuinely, it is. Uh, and I know I am related to many people who still say cousin. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, Just, I've heard that's the only thing they've ever I've, said. I've heard the T added to the word across. Oh, I totally. Oh, I'm, I'm, I does. do that too. <laughs> As he looks over up. his shoulder. Yeah. <laughs> Hands up. That's yeah. Uh, Tanya, no, I say across. And her dad. Across. Uh, I, I've, I've, Almost yeah, trained across. Tanya not to say across, but her dad says oh, all the time. So hard, man. So don't be a prescriptivist, Al. <laughs> what was the other one? Uh, supposedly. Oh, supposedly. That one bothers me to no end. <laughs> that makes me very uncomfortable. Yeah, exactly. Right. <laughs> you right. know what? Anyway, what what makes you yeah. more uncom- un- uncomfortable? <laughs> Anyways, moist yeah. or or uh, supposedly? No, well, I go. don't care about moist. Bring no. it on. Matt's Matt's is just uh, uncomfortable. He's uncomfortable with the word uh, uncomfortable. No. All right, right. Yeah. All right. Uh, Derry does hide his disdain for Jean-Claude. He spits during the introduction. Jean-Claude never wanted the Bucky Beach. No one in Quebec does, has a Bucky Beach. Uh, Jean-Guy argues with Jean-Claude that he and Anik were raised in Hawkesbury, which is an Ontario town on, on the Quebec border. They share occasional tradition with Ontarians, including Buck and Doe's. Uh, Anik adds that Jean-Claude won't allow her to have English family at the wedding. So as a compromise, they're having the buck, buck and dough so they can be included. Uh, McMurray sarcastically calls that, that just uh, the gesture charitable. So I'm having word salad right now. Uh, Jean-Guy reminds uh, Jean-Claude, uh, there are no clips here because everything's in French. And of course I can't have subtitles on a, on a podcast. So uh, this is Canada. We're bilingual. Coward. We should be playing them anyways. Yeah. Jean-Guy. Dude, even I had French. Come oh, on. Well. John, just for our Australian Australian listeners. I noticed the clip roster was a little light today. <laughs> yeah. Jean-Guy reminds Jean-Claude that he's marrying his... Oh, I already said that part. Jean-Guy hates D-Gens. Uh, they call him douchebags from uh, from Laval. McMurray also hates D-Gens. Uh, so the two sides seem to have found some common ground and they, go, they all go into the party. Oh, Follow the Whoa. bouncing ball. I know. Shut up. Okay, here we go. Scene <laughs> three. <laughs> oh, go ahead. Awesome. Okay. Uh like if if someone told me I'm not going to allow oh. family at a wedding, here, there here. would be no fucking wedding. Yeah. Here, what here. The fuck. Yeah, here, I know. here. I know. I thought the same like, thing. I'm like, mm-hmm. what? I no. didn't even want a wedding. Okay. I just wanted to be married. That's why I eloped. But if my spouse had told me I won't allow, I'd be like, I'm gonna kick you in the fork. Yeah, but <laughs> yeah, some families before, that's applicable. Yeah, but before we lose uh, all of our wits about it, I mean, <laughs> let's wait to see how the episode uh, ends. Yeah, but we know. <laughs> all right, scene, saying, scene three. It's a red flag. Scene three. The Hicks all file into the bar. Uh, Wayne goes to buy the drink tickets and gets into a conversation with an older uh, French gentleman selling the tickets. So, an old people allowed in Letter Kenny, but old people are allowed in Quebec. Uh, he compliments Wayne on his French, even if it isn't the greatest. He appreciates the effort. Uh, Wayne gives some extra money for the bride and groom. Uh, the old man gets a little personal with Wayne, asking him if, if he has a girlfriend. Wayne takes a step back and asks him why. The old man assures Wayne that he's misunderstood. He likes women. 
And then he shares a little too much when he starts bragging about how much sex he has with women, despite being an old man. Uh, that's the French blood, he says. <laughs> the reason he was asking was because he, he has a niece he'd like Wayne to meet. She's very beautiful, but has no luck in love. Uh, Wayne can relate. The old man tells Wayne he'll introduce her when she arrives later. Um, I think, though, the words he used, and it probably because lost something in translation, but he he'll present her or something like that. Like it was just. It was, it was kind of a, a weird translation there. But yeah, anyway. I said I'll present it mm-hmm. to you later. Yeah. Uh, Wayne thanks the old man and goes to join the other Hicks. The Blue Plaid brothers witness the exchange from the bar and they look annoyed. Uh, cut, to the, to, cut to later in the party. The Hicks and Fricks are sitting drinking together. And Nick uh, uh, invites her fa- fiancé to join for a drink with her friends. But the Blue Plaid brothers refuse. McMurray takes note. The Fricks treat the Hicks to the first round of maple, maple whiskey shots. Mm. They all drink it except for McMurray. Uh, he gets up and loudly proclaims he has to go take a piss and the rest of the hicks love the shot uh riley and jonesy offer to buy the next round uh then they get uh, some small talk uh swilly dan asks the fricks uh, who what who they work for jean pierre works at jean couteau which is a canadian chain of pharmacies uh and then there's jean carl what's about you jean carl's uh me uh you know td td bank huh td td bank Titty bank? Yeah. Titty? Titty bank. Titty bank? Titty bank. Titty bank. Huh? Titty. Titty bank. Huh? Titty bank. Titty bank. Titty bank. Huh? Come on. Titty bank. Bah, vous connaissez la titty bank? I want to make sure I'm hearing this right. Titty bank. Titty bank. Oui. Titty bank. Uh, <laughs> during this confusing exchange, Nick and Derry are having a moment of their own. I'm not happy. No? But it's your bucket biche. I thought I was. Planning the wedding was a nightmare. And then I saw you. The Blue Plaid brothers notice a Nick and uh, Derry con- conversing closely. Uh, they're even more irate than before. The main table c- conversation continues, though. Titty bank. So like a rip. That's what I thought. Like titty bank. Oh, yeah. Call it titty bank. It is titty bank. Oh, TD Bank. Yeah, TD Bank. I don't know what the difference was between the first time he said it and the last time, but anyway. Uh, it took Gab, me, it's the same thing. It, was it a took me a long lot. time to get that this was a joke. Oh, what? Because I did not. Until <laughs> yeah, the last time he said it, I heard TD. Yeah. Do they I have didn't. TD Bank in in the U.S.? They do in the eastern states, but not where Awesome is. No, not where I am. Oh, However, okay. I am familiar with it for other reasons that I right. shan't get into now. Mm-hmm. But, um, <laughs> like, Bonus I, points, I... Do you know what TD stands for? Uh, Toronto Dominion. Hey! hey all right, well she wins the prize today. Ding, ding, ding! <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, no, like, Winner, I Daniel. didn't hear... <laughs> I, I literally did not hear the the joke. Right. Oh, that's like a that's a Tanya moment right there. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> I've become a I've become a thing. Yeah. Become, <laughs> just linguistically, it didn't make sense to me until I watched the subtitles. Because mm. <laughs> I kept hearing TD. All right. Well. I was shocked. I was shocked how I was not getting tired of it. Oh, because, <laughs> no. it, it does drag a bit. It drags a bit. 
No, it drags, but I, at the end of it, I, 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 I could have had more. I could yeah. have had I was more. Still giggling it, like it, it, it drags, but there are a few t- hilarious times, though, where, like, for example, Squirrely Dan, he's, like, holding his hands up, like, titty bank, and he's holding his hands like he's, like, touching. And it, like, yeah, let me he's get doing the, the, like, drag titty? grab. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, like, Wayne's like, am I hearing this right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I did. That was the point where I got it because Wayne like over enunciates. Yeah, yeah. I so love the multi language uh, 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 circles. It, it is very confusing though when we're watching with subtitles and now we have English subtitles and French subtitles and you don't know what you should be reading. It's it's very yeah. Anyway, uh, at the end of that exchange, uh, the party is interrupted by loud bangs, uh, inexplicable loud bangs that shake the bar. It's the Dgens from Laval. Uh, the Hicks and Fricks prepare for a scrap. Jean-Guy of Scrap. Je suis bon pour un Scrap. Jean-Carl of a Scrap. Hi, Jean-Guy of Scrap. Jean-Pierre of Scrap. That is the bon Scrap on John Wayne. I have a Scrap. Fuck, boys. Let's have a Scrap. So, what was all this talk about a, a titty bank? Is it close by? Map quest? Map quest? Map <laughs> oh man uh you cut to Mc- fucking idiots I, I i don't get the uh, i fucking love them i don't so get the much. cannon fire though that that's a little perplexing i'm sh- uh but anyway i'm like fireworks yeah. like what what's going on cut, there? cut to mcmurray rocking a piss in the bathroom katie barges in to let him know that the showtime mcmurray finishes off and leaves the to join the fight without washing his hands yeah. uh <laughs> cut to the outside with mcmurray sprinting into action and joining the brawl Katie and a Nick uh, come d- out to witness the melee and have a dart. At one point, Derry grabs a D-Gen off of Nick's fiance and, and proceeds to beat him senseless until Wayne pulls him off. Jean-Claude just stands and watches this happen. And Nick also takes note. After the brawl, the Hicks and Fricks celebrate inside with drinks and shots. Uh, during the celebration, Derry notices a Nick and her fiance arguing. He goes to help, but Wayne pulls him back, presumably because it isn't any of his business. Uh, the Blue Plaid brothers storm off, but Jean-Claude can be seen making a call as he leaves. And Nick removes her engagement ring and puts it in her pocket. Derry sees this and goes over to talk to her. I told him I couldn't marry him. Is that what you did? I told him I was not happy. Good enough. I told him I was in love with an Englishman. Good enough. I told him I was in love with you. Hmm. Good <laughs> and Nick asks Derry if he'd like to dance. Derry fucking loves to dance. So cue a musical montage of Derry and a Nick dancing to some very awesome uh, French bossa nova. Everyone else pairs off and follows suit. Wayne stands there watching the scene, uh, noticing all the happy couples dancing and having fun. Uh, Tyson and Joint Boy join him with a tray of shots and they proceed to pound them back. They're eventually joined by McMurray. Uh, as the party is in full swing, someone new walks in. It's the old man's niece, Marie Fred, Marie Fred played by Majalie Lepine Blondeau. Uh, Wayne sees her and is immediately taken by her. The party continues around them, but all he sees is her. Suddenly, a bunch of blue plaid shirts enter the bar looking for a fight. The hicks get up, ready to rumble. Only instead of going through his pre-fight routine, Wayne just keeps walking towards Marie Fred, Marie Fred uh, fixated on her. The fight is going on around him. Bodies are flying. Beer bottles are breaking. But he pays no attention. The old man points Wayne out to Marie Fred. The two make eye contact. And then just as Wayne approaches Marie Fred to say something, Jean-Claude walks in behind her and drapes a blue plaid jacket over her shoulder and then stands there staring defiantly at Wayne. And Wayne's eyes go wide and we fade to black. All right. Uh, let's see. Time for discussion. 
Um, we start with Matt. Matt, why don't you uh, go ahead? What did you think of this? I liked it. Mm-hmm. I mean, all in. I mean, it wasn't the funniest thing I've ever seen, but there was some really good content in here. Um, I mean, I'll go back to the cold open. I, I liked what you guys said. It, it draws some attention on things that didn't um, capture me as much, but uh, it was uh, it was fun. I mean, there. There's, again, I was like these, you know, like where there's these constant um, little Canadian throw-ins there. Those always make me happy. The TD Bank thing, again, uh, I'm really impressed. It awesome. Understood the Toronto Dominion reference, but <laughs> it was it, it was it was so good that that scene alone just killed me. And and I think I mean without jumping ahead, some of the 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 people that surprised me in their very little exposure in this episode was McMurray and then Riley and Jonesy. Mm-hmm. Like those two just cracked me up, but they're just jumping at the last <laughs> second, adding their little sparks to the scene. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Did someone say titty bar? Like, yeah. where is it? Like, it, like it just, they, they killed me. Mm-hmm. Um, no, it, it was, a, it was a really fun episode. And what I actually um, really felt about this one is less about the humor. And I, I felt really connected to this, but I thought they did a really good job of creating a scene across the thing um even right to the end there when wayne's going across the room and and he's i thought they did a really good job of just capturing a very um together moment for everyone involved in the episode Mm -hmm. um it was just it was really well i felt like i was i was just connected to it i really enjoyed it Mm -hmm. um so no it was it was a good episode i really yeah really enjoyed it all right uh tanya your first impression um I love I love, Riley and Jonesy like the callback <laughs> to the whole barbecue thing with the uh, like not wanting to like mansplain how to barbecue. I, I feel like it called back to that. Um, um, that was absolutely I, called back to that very well. Yeah. Yeah. I, I really loved that. Mm-hmm. And and even though their part was so small, it was it was just a really funny little moment there. Mm-hmm. Maple whiskey. Yes, it is freaking awesome it's so delicious. go try it because yes. oh my god and and don't drink too much because wow you'll get a hangover and a half anyways um uh, not that it's a safe place but i did feel there was some confusion <laughs> um about the um I, I i so here's my confusion the plaid shirts the two guys <clears throat> now i get that they were brothers because this is hindsight they were cousins cousins whatever yeah. Um, brothers, cousin, whatever. I thought they were the ones that were getting married. Like, I think that they should have just played up the whole um, dairy French love, like not wanting to um, go mm-hmm. that sort of thing a little bit more. Because when I saw the two plaid shirts coming out, I thought they were getting married and we were going to a gay wedding. Another one. Like, I didn't quite <laughs> oh. get, I didn't quite get that mm. there was, that she was the one that was getting married to one of the plaid shirts. Mm. I, so, yeah, can we take that story for uh, a little bit? So, I'm a, yeah. I got a little confused. It was Jean-Claude oh, who was see? getting married to a Nick, right? Jean-Claude. Am I right? Yeah. Or, so or, I was or really French, con- French Jean, uh, John uh, Krasinski, apparently. He looks a lot uh, like. <laughs> <laughs> really? I don't know if I'd buy Some, that Somebody one, but, posted them side by side. I'm like, uh, yeah, okay, uh, I can see it. I can see awesome it. Awesome's on mute. Oh, awesome, you're on but, mute. Yeah. Awesome, you're But on mute. I was really confused by the ending, um, mm-hmm. and I'll just add that while we're on the same topic. So when he came in through the through the plaid over, mm-hmm. um, sorry, I forget the girl's name. My no, Marlon really- Brando. Marie Fred. 
What? Marie Fred. Marlon Brando. I don't know. <laughs> no, that's her real name. Marie Fred. So, anyways, when they when he came and put out, that really confused me. I'm like, wasn't this dude too. about to get married? <laughs> Magdalene Lapine Blondeau, not Marlon almost Brando. Brando. <laughs> yeah, almost Marlon, Marlon Brando. Uh, I was gonna make so, that point too. Like, I didn't quite understand. He was just about to marry this girl, but now he's putting a coat on that girl. So and now what? I get that, yeah. um, and, and they don't make it clear. But she's his brother. Or sister, sorry. She's oh. his sister. <laughs> so Jean-Claude, the groom, Marie-Fred is Jean-Claude's sister. Uh, but you're right. So they the don't, old they don't... man was dad. Yeah, I was wondering whether we were going to hold that back as a spoiler. Nah. But you get you find that out very quickly in series yeah. six. So Yeah. But yeah. I mean, it doesn't make it's a spoiler kind of, but it doesn't make sense that he would uh, break his engagement off with a Nick and then suddenly come back with somebody, especially after the, the old man said that his niece well, was. was, you know, was so we're going to talk about that mm-hmm. in a hot second All when right. I get my turn, but I'm going to yeah. wait. OK, yeah. so anyway. I was I was really confused about that. Mm-hmm. I'm like, okay, so is that the same guy? And he just left, and now he's back, and now he's putting a coat on her, and now she's his. And yeah. what is I happening agree, there? I agree. So, yeah. anyways, didn't quite understand what was happening with that. I didn't quite understand. I don't think anybody did no. at the end of that no. episode. Yeah. I, I had the benefit of looking it up on fandom because I was also like, I'm wondering what the relationship was. I thought that they were brother and sister, but I wasn't sure. So I looked it up. But you're right. Like if you're if you don't know, I was like, OK, yeah. old man said yeah. I got my niece, niece coming yeah. and, you know, I think you guys will kick it off sort of thing mm-hmm. in a weird kind of old man kind of way. <laughs> and that's clearly <laughs> her. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. And and the whole moment was happening. And then I'm like, well, I don't. OK, anyways. Yeah. So that aside, um, I thought that that the whole music, like there was absolutely no talking for mm-hmm. a long time. There were two was- very long musical montages in this episode. One was the fights, the first fight scene against the the the, the Gens, and the last one that 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 French bossa nova song is like seven minutes long, and it basically it plays in its entirety right to the end. So, uh, um, yeah. Yeah, there was a that 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 montage was really really long. Like mm-hmm. I thought there was going to be a bathroom break, another um, bathroom scene in all of that because mm-hmm. there was a lot of drinking going on. Um, and I was like, okay, what is happening? And it it almost got too long, and mm-hmm. then finally the whole Wayne thing was happening in the fight. Um, but um, yeah, those were my and I want to really know if um, uh, French people don't have middle names. <laughs> no they don't I, I, thank it's you. not a thing i saw that too i want to know that two first that, names that needs Jean. to be the new poll it's a communist that needs to be the new twitter poll or whatever yes they are what? deep in their bones they are all communist. seriously they tried to restructure after the revolution they, they're socialists the tried to launch a 10 oh, same to us, two sides the of the so- point after the revolution, the French tried to institute a 10-day calendar because they wanted to be entirely on the decimal system without actually understanding <laughs> what the decimal system was for. <laughs> okay. Uh, love the 10-day well, we'll week. We'll get to that. A 10-day right. week. My views on this episode. As long as four of those days are vacated. Or, yeah, or yeah, as long as four. Yeah, exactly. No, no, only four, four days. days are working days. Oh, even better. Oh, there I don't we mind go. that. Okay. Oh, I'm behind I'm it. in. Viva la France. Good luck surviving a downturn in, in the economy. Oh, man. Uh, All right. Uh, let's see. Uh, so after that, you know, lukewarm cold open, <laughs> uh, I thought the uh, rest of this episode was was really strong. 
Uh, I loved the reference to the referendum. That was something that um, uh, happened during my formidable years and something that impacted me strongly when it was happening. So when, so, so that being part of the story was kind of interesting. When they said how long ago that was, that tricked me I know, right? 25 That aged me It doesn't feel like that long because I remember reading about it in the news. Yeah. I I remember being at least 25 because I remember being terrified that, that the the, the separatists were going to win and the Canada was going to break up. I was like, I remember being that age where I'm like, oh my God, the country is going to, yeah, it was, uh, so this was great. And, and, and also the allusion to there are still, there are still separatists in Quebec. I mean, uh, the, the ruling party there right now, the Bloc Québécois, uh, they, they won't say that they're sep- they're platform separatists, but they are, um, and and Tanya and I have witnessed uh, the anti-Ontario sentiment in, when we've gone to Quebec, uh, anywhere but Montreal. Uh, we were like when we drove through to on our way to Halifax one year, we might as well have been. We should have put like plates from any other province other than Ontario in our car because because yeah, I just swear, smear mud on your plates. They were just, just smear mud they, on we your plates. Were, and and I tried. I was just like I was just like uh, Wayne. I tried with my grade nine French to to speak to them. And I knew, I knew that they knew what I was saying in English, but they were were defiant and 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 being really cold and 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 crappy to me. But I still like I'm trying to I'm trying here I'm trying with my grade nine French and and yeah it was it was a horrible t- it's funny uh, the entire day that it took us to cross the the province the uh, the weather was like gray and cloudy and thunderstorms and then as soon as we crossed over into new brunswick the sun <laughs> came out and it was gorgeous for the rest <laughs> of our trip so true. and then on our way back exact same thing happened as soon as we entered quebec the clouds and the, and the rain started until we got into ontario so it's like whatever um which is too bad because i love quebec quebec city is one of the most beautiful cities and i can't wait to go back but uh there's still COVID's a lot of that done we, we yeah, want to still a lot of that absolutely so i love that like I said, there were two massive musical montages in this one, but but there was still a ton of storytelling happening, even though there was no dialogue. I really appreciated that. I thought that was really, really well done. And that song at the end, awesome. I know you 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 posted earlier that you're getting in the oh, mood, yeah. uh, in the mood for being on for this episode be, with that song, listening to that song. And I've heard it now probably a half dozen times in the last couple of days. I love it. What a great song! It's from 1974. It's a it's, it's a, a- Banger. It's a 40 year old song. I love it. I love that song. No, for sure. Uh, Victor, what did you think? I enjoyed the episode. Mm -hmm. I let me start with the kind of the things that weren't so great. Mm -hmm. And um, uh, like, I thought at one point, um, maybe we're getting the Josh Whedon cut here because uh, (laughs) there was a lot. I felt that there was a lot of uh, there's just potholes and things that are just missing. Mm-hmm. And I felt that maybe afterwards we're going to get the Snyder cut, but, uh, <laughs> and then it will make sense. Uh, but, uh, but all, you know, that, that aside, the, just the song at the end, mm. uh, even I knew you'd was, love it. Cause I know you're a big boss. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. If this was the shittiest episode of, uh, of letter Kenny ever, I still would give this, uh, high, high regard just for that song at the end. Mm-hmm. I mean, that song is just so incredible. Yeah. Uh, I, 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 for Tanya said, it went on for too long. It didn't go long on long enough. I mm-hmm. wish they would have uh, put it on loop. Mm-hmm. Uh, but uh, um, yeah, I really uh, will. We'll, we'll, uh, you know, uh, talk more about it. But I really, really enjoyed this. Mm-hmm. Awesome. So, 
I have many thoughts. Five pages. Worth, uh, some of them we we've gone over already, like Wayne's little expressions during cold open, and and how easy it is to wind up. Uh, at back at the beginning at the Ukrainian hall when they're getting ready to leave, McMurray grabs some road sodas. <laughs> And yep. he doesn't even put any money down on the bar. What a fucking DJ, am I right? Like, Murray's a piece of shit. He's a piece of shit, yeah. yeah. <laughs> like, that's just the proof of pudding, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and then one of the things that's actually really hilarious in the following scene is that uh, Dan Petronievich is actually a really good francophone. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. he, his <laughs> accent normally is pretty fluent. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that's hilarious. And again, McMurray's name is not John. Stop fucking saying that. If you do say it, I will find you and yell at you. Uh, Oh, and then like Wayne just saying Alonzi throughout the entire episode. That's that is hilarious. Like, A, have you been watching Doctor Who? And B, are you just doing the Don Cherry thing again and going, let's go every time? Uh, Alonzi is something I like saying a lot of too. Before Letter Kenny, I, whenever whenever I'm around French people, I, I feel like that's my favorite phrase. <laughs> Go on. Well, because it's nice and easy. Yeah. It yeah. rolls off the tongue, yeah. unlike most of French. Uh-huh. Um, <laughs> this is not an, an opinion born of ignorance. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, I love the fact that Wayne is leading the pack, and then he stands aside. And let's Katie go in first. Yeah, you know, and that. then yeah. he comes in because ladies go first. Yeah, mm-hmm. I fucking love that shit. He is a good old boy. Mm-hmm. Um, and then when he he pops to pay for everyone's tickets, mm-hmm. and the t- that is generous in itself. And th- yes, like you said, uh, um, le petit extra pour le mire, like that's a hundo. Yep. I saw it in his hand. Yeah, he gave a brown note saying this is a yeah. little extra for for the bride and groom. That yeah, brown note, for those of those who aren't Canadian or who aren't awesome, uh, a brown note is a $100 bill. So that's that's a hell of a tip right there. And then, like, his little or, or $2 dollars in U.S. funds. Yeah. What? <laughs> American American money is, isn't all green? I thought it was all green. It's all green. Yeah. He's commenting on the ratio, the uh, exchange rate. Uh. Um, anyway, <laughs> oh, uh, Wayne's little two-step, when um, the little man asks him if he's not got a girlfriend, yeah, yeah. never fails to kill me, because yeah. it's just like the little two-step he does when he enters the bar in the haunting of Modine's too, mm-hmm. he, he comes in and he does this little two step and he asks scale, whatever it is, if she's okay. Mm-hmm. But yeah, no, I love the, the way that he moves, like the physicality of his body language is fucking hilarious to me. That's that old vaudeville mm-hmm. comedy instinct, that timing. And also I want to hang out with this and drink wine and smoke many, many horrible French cigarettes with this little dwarf Santa granddad, dude. (laughs) (laughs) Absolutely. But but Wayne's face is just absolutely dead as he goes, and you can see his ghost leaving his body. (laughs) Like, please do not let this man tell me anything else about his sex life. That is as close as Wayne ever gets to praying. (laughs) Okay. Oh my God. And then like, 
when um when the old man says um his niece Pan anymore, and then Wayne goes, je sais même chose pour moi. Like um Yeah, same to me. Yeah. Yeah. Uh he that per the the delivery on that line mm -hmm. just really strikes me so every time i'm going to translate <laughs> okay the old, the old man says his niece is is unlucky in love uh something to that effect effect and, and wayne mm -hmm. says as am i or, or same here or whatever yeah so he's yeah agreeing. i know yeah. same for me yeah. yeah same for me um and then after that jean claude and jean lance they look they can hear the entire exchange and then they look ready to kill someone mm -hmm already like they are primed you already know that these are the guys that mcmurray was talking about mm -hmm. you know mm -hmm. um and then as we go on into the the titty bank conversation again <laughs> i had no idea that was a joke at first it took me a while to cotton on because I did not hear a difference in what they yeah, were saying. Tanya can can understand that one. So funny thing is, uh, we, when we when we posted we were doing this, somebody on Twitter said something about the titty bank scene, and actual TD Bank responded to their tweet. No, and then I responded laughing, going, "If only TD knew what what people were like, really." Yeah, it was. It Do was you think funny. they don't? I don't know. Like it's it's obviously somebody social media people at T D were trying were trying to be reverent and 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 respond because oh. they saw a mention of mm. T D in a in a tweet. But I feel like those people are probably, you know, whoever's doing that is probably too young to to know or care about Letter Kenny. I don't know. I could be wrong, but Tanya, you have something to say. <laughs> <laughs> so I was so I oh my God. Sorry. You guys have just uh, uh sparked a memory. <laughs> When I was setting up our phone line, so Alan as A oh. <laughs> and I am T and our last name, I won't say, but I'm like, yeah. okay, I called up Bell and I'm like, okay, I don't want to be A and T. No, you because don't want to be T and A. TNA because I didn't I <laughs> know I didn't want people to think AT&T so I'm oh. like I want to be TNA and the guy says I'm like this is being recorded I can't tell you why you shouldn't pick that but you shouldn't be <laughs> TNA and I'm like dude I don't want to be referenced as AD and AT&T like the 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 friggin um um anyway so anyways that's my story <laughs> I'm like, so TV that's Bank, fucking hilarious. Like, and I empathize so much with that young person on the phone with you. <laughs> I think he handled handled it very well, actually. I'm like, yeah, I still had a that moment. Fucking employee training module uh, struck home. Right? I had a moment this week too. What was that hot box? I was like, I was oh like, my God. I was like, what was you it? Trying I don't to even smoke remember. Up your car? Oh no, my God. no, no, no. Um, what um, was it now? I, you, you have to remember I, it. I, I can't Daniel, remember. I've got some. I've got some houses to sell oh, you on Milk Avenue. I can't There's remember. But some, much the, going the term like, "hotbox" came up, and she was talking about. Anyway, it was. I can't I, remember. I, yeah. I'm my my. I did that I'm a few times. You, <laughs> I am. Just oh yeah, like, like in high school and uni, right? <laughs> but I yeah, wasn't going when. there. I was thinking <laughs> box, like mitt, and I'm like hotbox, and I'm. <laughs> I, I don't even remember what the reference was. And Alan's like, you need to think about that. Yeah. And I'm like, I'm. It's not coming to me. And then I came later, like an hour later, and like, oh, right. I know what it is. Can we move on to Sorry, ratings? Or this is going to be a marathon episode. <laughs> no, hold on. I, I got okay. a couple more things. All right. All right. Um, I think the, the, the pacing in this 
in this episode is a little weird with the, the break in the scene where the hockey himbos show up at the end. Um, just Would you to call rehash. them hockey what? Himbos. Himbos. Hockey him. Okay, you did say himbo. Okay. <laughs> was there confusion about that? I just was. I never heard that. Oh, I thought I'm you like... said hockey bimbo. <laughs> well, it's it's Him- same himbos difference. Male himbo. Male bimbos. Yeah. Himbo's a new word for same me. Difference. Right? I'm learning. But between that, because it just completely breaks the mood, right from the end of that scene, and then it goes right into. Uh, the interstitial little bit with um, Katie fetching McMurray from the washroom. And it's just, it's a weird, because the scene builds in intensity pretty steadily until that point. And then you get this very, very sharp mood break. Mm -hmm. And then it breaks again when you go into the washroom where Katie collects McMurray. And then it goes into the fight scene, which is another escalation. Mm -hmm. But, but um, it, al- it aligned well with the beginning, like in the initial scene when they all decided to go to Quebec, where McMurray started like, "Oh, I, I, I'm I'm good for a scrap too," and like he he's tagging along, so he almost tagged yeah. along to the fight as well. So I thought it actually played well in that sense. Well, okay, then for a bit of contrast, I want to point out: a McMurray has the whitest white man run I have ever <laughs> yeah. seen, yeah. and <laughs> B. <laughs> But he loves the jump that, kicks and the jump punches. That That's, was like, yeah. the, like the James T. Kirk <laughs> vibes off that. his yeah. flying kick yeah. in intro into that scrap are immense. Oh, like so good. Well, he delivers shit. a flying kick, but then he turns around and he delivers a jump, like a, a Captain America jump yeah, punch like at another the, guy. The yeah. Punch, yeah. Right? Like <laughs> McMurray's a fucking savage. And then uh, during the scrap, right? Like Jean Guy does not even notice that his prospective brother in law is in trouble. Mm-hmm. But then, as they say in St. Perfect State, Legendary comes swooping in to save the day and lays the beats down on Le Duche de Laval, right? And then you can see already all the shame and the resentment on Jean-Claude's face. Um, And on top of that, I want to point out, Derry is feral. Okay, that motherfucker is off the chain enough that Wayne has to pull him off the aforementioned douche and talk him down whilst pinning him to a wall. Yeah, it was a great, again, a lot of really good storytelling during those montages. Like nothing was being said, but a lot of information was being delivered. Yeah. And then you see Jean Claude mm-hmm. watching Dari and Anik mm-hmm. and seeing them looking at each other, and he is furious. Mm-hmm. You can genuinely see that. And um, okay, so this is the uh the last big thing, right? Like, so everyone's celebrating with each other and all the cliques and petty rivalries and everything have been forgotten except for Jean-Claude, Jean-Lance, and Anique, um, who are by themselves, right? And then Anik puts Derry in a really, really, really weird spot, you know, earlier in the episode by saying, like, I'm not happy. Mm-hmm. And he goes, but it's your bookie beach, right? Mm-hmm. And and like, what is she expecting him to do? Is she expecting him to to carry her away on a white charger? Like, why why is she telling him this? Like, they met once a year ago, mm-hmm. and, and in the intervening time, what has there been? Like. How long has she been with Jean-Claude before she agreed to marry him? Why did she agree to marry him? Like, if, if my partner told me you're not allowed 
this at your wedding, I'd, I'd be like, excuse the fuck out of me. Yeah. Like there would be no wedding. Mm-hmm. Um, <clears throat> so like, does he have a nine inch tongue and the ability to breathe out his ears? Cause that's the only justification. <laughs> I and she hasn't had a chance to even discover that yet, but I guess he, he left right? an impression on the lake uh, a year uh, prior. So anyway, no, 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 not, not Derry Jean-Claude. Oh, Jean-Claude. Right, right, right. Yeah. Like why would she agree to marry him? And well, then, Cause he um, looks like Jean Wayne. Krasinski, you know? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And then with Wayne, my heart breaks for him every time. Okay, he in this scene specific the the dance montage, mm-hmm. right? He doesn't begrudge his friends their happiness, but you can see mm-hmm. how much he wants it for himself. Mm-hmm. He could have asked someone to dance like Jean Guy did, right? Like he could have asked Katie, who would have been a safe choice, or he could have asked someone else on the dance floor, or he could have gone out by himself like Jean Pierre and Squirrely Dan did, but he didn't. Right. He chose not to. And that's because he doesn't believe he'll find a dance partner, not in the sense of like no one would agree to dance with him, Mm -hmm. but rather dance partner with the emphasis on partner. The way he used that phrase in series one, episode five, Ray, right? Mm -hmm. When he said, je sais même chose pour moi, he meant it. Right. He believes that he is unlucky in love and it's wearing on him. Mm. He wants it so bad and he can't have it or hasn't found it up to this point for reasons which are frankly out of his control. Mm. So instead, he chooses to drown his sorrows. Right. Yeah. Like my liver is a couple of championship heavy lifting belts, but even I said, Whoa, slow down there, Bale. Yeah, that was a lot of whiskey. A lot of putting them whiskey. away. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Right. And then she walks in and immediately they lock eyes. Right. And, and letter Kenley only uses slow mo in two situations love interests and fight scenes Mm -hmm. so in the visual language of this show those two things are equivalent right so one of the the things that i first noticed when i first watched this episode was that she looks an awful lot like angie yeah like when she first walked in, I was like, holy shit, is that Angie? No, yeah. they just look a Great. lot alike. Yeah, there's a type there. For so sure. she, she, yeah, she mm-hmm. is definitely his type, right? But the and opposite of, know- of, uh, of uh, Rosie, pretty much. <laughs> I have further thoughts on that that mm-hmm. we'll wait for a later episode. Yes. Uh, <laughs> yeah, plus, we don't but, have a lot of time left in this one. <laughs> no, I don't. Um, it's just it's it's he chooses not to put himself out there because he doesn't believe anything's going to happen and then she walks in and it's like this last chance for him you know this one final shot at finding the thing that he wants so much and it's just the amount of storytelling that they cram into five minutes and mm-hmm. no, I clocked everything, right? Like <laughs> this scene is four minutes, 51 seconds. It is 21.7% of this episode. Yeah. And it all happens without dialogue. Mm-hmm. And for a show like letter Kenny, which hinges wholesale on its dialogue, it's the most powerful storytelling they've ever done. 
Uh, you know what? You're probably right. And well put. Um, uh, I can't think of, uh, like I said, I, like I said the same thing uh, in two montages. I think they, they did a lot of storytelling with very little dialogue. So, uh, and I'm trying to think now of any other time, any other episode where that's the case. Uh, let's, let's move on to ratings real quick here, Matt. What did you, what do you give this uh, episode? Yeah. I mean, I, I won't spend a lot of time. I think awesome actually called it out really mm-hmm. well. One of the key factors that's going to decide my rating here. I mean, I thought it was a fun episode. Cold open was great. I love the old man. I'd love to hang out with that dude and chat him out and have a few <laughs> beers. I think he'd be <laughs> fucking hilarious. Uh, there was this, this episode was riddled with little subtle humor moments. And I love that as well. And, and, and I'm going to call it exactly what awesome just ended on around the montage and not in this one, but both of them. I have not been a massive fan of the musical montages in the past. In previous episodes, I often find they drag on, but I would totally 100% agree with Awesome on this one that some of their best storytelling happened in these montages. I think they did a fantastic job getting away from their dialogue and into this musical setting and still keeping me intrigued and, and with it. And for that... I got no reason but to give this a, a fresh. All right. Awesome. Uh, not you, awesome, but uh, very well done. There, Matt. Okay. <laughs> Thank uh, you. Tanya. Um, I agree with everything that's been said. Um, I, I gave you my synopsis already. Um, I think the old man, uh, as, as strange as it was of him talking about his sex life, <laughs> um, he actually uh, reminded me of uh, Alan's um, godfather. Yeah. Um, oh, because who amongst us does not have a relative uh, like that? Right. Yeah, yeah, so um, my God, Alan's godfather um, uh, cornered my mom at our wedding day. And because we, oh, had no. them, because we had them all sitting together and he and my mom's like, that is the weirdest man I've ever met because he asked her how her sex life was. <laughs> and he is the best guy ever. Mm. Like, I love that man completely. Um, and, uh, such a strong person and, uh, innocent as hell. Mm -hmm. And, um, he was just, he's a happy man that just loves love. And, um, it's just a weird thing to, to, to ask somebody. Um, but anyways, the old man reminded (laughs) me of him anyways, love the show. Uh, I'm giving it a fresh. Awesome. And with that, I'm going to go check on my patient and come back. Oh, all right. Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, it's uh it's a fresh for me. It's it's an easy, easy, easy fresh for me. It's a strong episode. Uh cold open is uh, and again, the cold open was good. It was just good. Uh, but everything else about it was really strong. I have can't think of any any complaints with it really. Uh there there were there weren't any weak points as far as I'm concerned. I thought it was good storytelling. Uh, good use of music, great use of music, um, and uh, a good, a good, solid story. So it's definitely a fresh for me, Victor. Yeah, um, you know, uh, th- there was a weak point for me, and the weak mm. point was the missing footage, and the missing footage that helped <laughs> us understand why the heck uh, she was so crazy for Derry when she only saw him once in her past life, mm. and why she was so e- very easy and quick to end her marriage uh, in in you know in the span of uh, one musical m- montage. So, <laughs> so, I, so I feel like we could, there's 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 a cut sitting out there somewhere of this episode that will help fill in those holes. It's or maybe four hours long and it's yeah. done by uh by uh what's his name zach snyder yes exactly exactly so but so for me that's the that's only in black and white yeah and and, and i and by the way yeah hold on i love how victor's background looks like wayne yeah well, it, it is, is wayne, wayne. It, it is it, wayne. yeah that's that's painted by uh by um 
uh, Danny Ellis. Yeah. Oh, oh. Ellis, yeah. Yeah. Where'd you pull uh, that sucker up? Uh, well, you know, you got a EF uh, technology. <laughs> uh, <laughs> fuck you. I'm going to ask Danny. She's going to rat you out because I'm friends with her. Well, so. there you go. Well, I'm, I'm not I'm not using it for profit. I'm yeah. just using it for fun. Um, so so and then and then the other point that was important for me to mention is during one during one of the during the last musical montage where you saw um, Wayne just standing there and they mm-hmm. kept showing mm-hmm. a close up of, of his face and his beady eyes eyes there and they just kept doing it and doing it. And I'm saying, where are they going with this? Where are they going with this? And then you saw uh, Joint Boy and uh, his buddy co- go up to him and have drinks with him. And I kind of thought, oh, okay, well I guess that's they're trying to. Sh- See how folks are kind of look. They, they maybe thought he was feeling lonely or whatever, not getting a dance, and they are, they joined him. I, I don't know. I don't know. Maybe that, but I, I thought that was kind of neat. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, and then at the end, I was totally, I totally missed. I I was like, I didn't. I totally missed what happened because when Jean Paul or whatever his name is showed up uh, next to um, uh, Marlon Brando, I, I thought. I thought, oh, that must be the brother because it can't be it can't be the other guy because he just he was he was about to marry a Nick, so or a Nick whatever and and uh, so I thought I like even though I I didn't for a second think that that was they were related I Mm -hmm. thought that they're dating or something and then immediately my brain must have said oh this might be the other one Mm -hmm. (laughs) so so the fact you guys basically spoiled it uh, for me because I I I think they we cannot possibly have spoiled it for you after you fucking watched it (laughs) (laughs) no no but like for the next step like for when they're going to reveal that he's actually that happens in the first three yeah I don't think it's a big plot a major plot no no I'm not complaining yeah 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 but but yeah sure I'm saying I wouldn't have known it mm-hmm. otherwise I, it didn't immediately mm-hmm. clue in until you guys said it yeah the only thing that can so, so yeah no, sorry i was sure. gonna just finish with a fresh oh yes for oh awesome oh, yeah. wait so um that's amazing that means that we have a wondrous, wondrous. Oh, unicorn well done and tanya's in, 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 in this case it's a wayneicorn a wayneicorn <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. Uh, that's a frick thing, isn't the it? The only yeah, the the only thing that did confuse me of the episode was just the cannon fire. <laughs> that's the only one that was like, what's with the cannon fire? No, okay, hold cannon on. There's fodder? a thing. No, there's a thing, and I don't know how many people outside of like Ireland or the UK know this, but it's called the rough music. Mm-hmm. And when someone in the village is behaving unacceptably. Right. Like it's too public to ignore. Right. It's always in your face. That's when the rough music comes out. Mm-hmm. And you basically you surround this person's house and anything that you have with you, pitchforks, spades, bill hooks, whatever, you just start banging them together and you start stomping and clapping and shouting. And it's called the rough music. Oh. And um, they either come out and face the music, mm-hmm. which is where that phrase comes from, oh. or they sneak away in the dead of night after everybody's fucked off because they're too drunk and they want to go home. I have learned it's something new. Just That's Justin. 
That's so cool. I did not know this. Did anyone else know about this? I had no idea about this. I had no idea. I 100% did not. That's great. Thank you. You just learned, you just learned us something. Wondrous. <laughs> Damn right. I'm a librarian. That's what I'm for. All right. Uh, uh, so I, I, we did the unicorn yeah. because we got four freshes, but now awesome. What, uh, I wonder what your rating is for this episode. <laughs> you fuck i see you rolling your eyes there you little bitch <laughs> no obviously it's a fresh like i said the tightest best five minutes of storytelling in the entire show mm-hmm. without dialogue and without comedy for a show that hinges entirely on its dialogue and its comedy is just a, a fucking chef's kiss emoji that's all i got right mm-hmm. <laughs> like and i want to point out right now that this episode was written by jonathan torrance oh is so this a jonathan may... torrance episode cool yes this is a jonathan torrance episode right. and some of you here may or may not recognize him as noah dick yeah yeah yeah, yeah. Well, we, we recognize him, him long before. Or, you know, J-Rock. J-Rock. Yeah. yeah. The host John of Vision. Street Sense, John of Vision. Yeah. We, we, we know Jonathan Torrance very well. Uh, well, uh, his yeah. work anyway. We don't know him personally, but, but we'd yes, like to know him. This is the first episode for Letterkenny that he wrote. Interesting. Yeah. Well done. All right. Let's move on to top fives. Um, uh, we'll start with Matt. Matt, does this uh, break your top five? Um, it doesn't. But, I mean, that's, that's interesting to know the John Torrance John Torn thing because – there definitely was a different vibe to this overall episode. I'm going to quickly comment on that. And that makes sense that there was some different writing at stake. Um, mm-hmm. I still loved it. I gave it a fresh, but that's a really fun fact. I didn't know that one on that, mm-hmm. but no, I know it doesn't make a top five, but uh, still a great episode. All right. Uh, Tanya had to leave uh, to check on the patient upstairs. Uh, hopefully she rejoins us. So I'll ask her about her top five after um, it doesn't break my top five either. Uh, my top five is pretty solid. Now it'll take, quite an episode to 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 dethrone any of those uh victor does it break any of your top it doesn't break my top five but this song will make it into my top five playlist mm-hmm. yes it's <laughs> uh, i knew i knew it as soon as i heard the song like victor's gonna love the shit out of this song so awesome i don't expect you to list off your top five episodes but uh you know g- give us some of the taste of some of your favorites so first of all Episodes one and two from series one have to be like one episode, like, <laughs> like Riley Jones because of how well, no, because of how they're structured, right? Like yeah, you like have continuation, yeah, yeah. It's like a a, a one hour premiere, mm-hmm. yeah. right? That's fair. So that's one episode, and that is definitely in my top five. Um, Spelling bees in my top five. This episode's in my top five. Um, uh, fucking. Uh, Letter Kenny versus Penny is in my top five. Oh, we're not there there yet, but okay. No, um, it's pronounced like, Lays Hicks. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I I I genuinely do think Lays Hicks is a very good episode. Honestly, I'm sorry to have to break this all to you, but Furt Book is also in one of my top. What? Five. Oh, come right. on. All right. We, and like that, had, she doesn't yeah, get an invite yeah, back. No, no, no more. No more invites. Uh, you, Matt, you, I will find you. Credibility all lost. Sorry, the borders are closed. I'm safe for at least a little bit. Okay, we're, we're officially uh, longest I'm episode. Sneaky. We're officially longest episode ever. Let's try to wrap this one up quickly. Our postage ta- dot store uh, MVP, Matt, who do you give it to? Oh, Lord Tundran. Um, mm-hmm. Oh, 
I honestly, I'm gonna I'm gonna go a curveball. I'm, I'm gonna go McMurray. He made me laugh in this one. There's some weird mm. moments. The bathroom scene, like just his subtle, like just just yeah. I don't know. It, it, it was he made me laugh. So it's it's McMurray on this one. Okay. Uh, again, Tanya's not back yet, so I'll have to get hers later. Uh, and I should have already have had mine uh, prepared, but I'm gonna say, um, off the top of my head. I wonder. Here's a curveball for you. The old man. The old man. The ticket taker. Ooh, I take mine no, back. It's the old man. It's good. the old man. I take mine back. That's it's good, the old though. Yeah, yours is That's the old good. man too. Really? Yeah, yeah. I take it back. I, he was I great. For a he was great. Yeah, it's the old man for sure. All right, uh, Victor. Who's your MVP for this one? Oh, my MVP is the song at the end. Uh, <laughs> you know what? Why not? Why not? You know what? A song can be a character in a show. Thinking outside the box now. Yeah, absolutely. Jared Kizo definitely, Jared Kizo picks the music for the show. Mm -hmm. So he knows how to treat it like a character and he does. So I am behind Victor 100%. Awesome. Who's your MVP for this? Daryl. Derry. Absolutely Derry. Legendary. Yes. Legendary. All right, uh, we're going to move on to uh, just uh, some news. Uh, the only bit, bit of news I have here is I found. So here's why we were big in, in Norway for that one week. <laughs> there's, <laughs> there's an actual Norwegian version of Letter Kenny. So you know how The Office. Um, yes. The Office was start, oh was gosh. a British show, and then the U.S. made their own version. There is a Nor- Nor- Norway has made a version of Letter Kenny. It is called Lilistad, and uh, I, I watched. Uh, I tried to watch episode uh, one, but unfortunately, there's no English subs yet. But uh. it starts off with there are forty seven and forty seven hundred and forty two people living in Lilistad. These are their problems, and at the end. It it's a production uh, from the Letter Kenny production. I forget right. the the new uh, I forget the name of their production company. And they mentioned Jerry Get Kiso. her done productions. And and they mentioned Jared Kiso. Uh, it's so it's it's a legit Letter Kenny Norwe- Norwegian version. And uh, right. even do though they I can't have any podcasters doing that show, <laughs> do they speak English? And how do we bring them here? Yeah, I don't know. Yes. Well, maybe maybe it's their production company needed to to you know listen to our podcast to learn about what makes it so that great exciting and, and there's only one episode so far their 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 pilot episode but it's very interesting their take on it because it's obviously not a, an analog it's not one to one but but especially their, their their version of Riley and Jonesy are a couple of soccer players obviously and uh, and uh, and Squirrely Dan it could be hockey players Norway has a pretty good you're right tradition of you're hockey. right but, but in this case they're soccer players players and the music is very similar to it's it's interesting it's really interesting so um uh, i found that their version of wayne is a little more expressive than our than than actual wayne but other than that uh, it's worth t- t- taking a look i tweeted about it uh this week so if you want to check it out it's uh, uh it's one of our tweets Lilistad, yeah, uh, and uh, just the <laughs> fact that it opened with there are four four thousand seven hundred forty two people living in Lilistad, and these are their problems. Just, just awesome. Beautiful. Learning Norwegian this week, just so she can watch it. Yeah. No, you know what though? Um, I did learn a bit of Swedish just because I was very into Swedish murder mysteries. <laughs> oh, <geez>. So, um, <laughs> you are an onion. You're an onion there. 
Lots of layers to I'm an ogre. Layers. Yeah. Well, I, I'm, have layers. I look like an ogre and I behave like an ogre. <laughs> All right. Then you will then you will enjoy Carlson, Katori Jivyot Nakrisha, which is about which is about he just put a curse on you. Yes. A, no, he did not. It's, it's a little fat man uh, with a propeller that lives uh, on a roof in Stockholm uh, with a friend named Malish. It was written by Astrid Lindgren. Yes, I want to marry him, and, and, like and, the old man from yeah, the fucking yeah, yeah, Bucky yeah, Beach. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So anyway, uh, we, anyway, that's a separate podcast. Awesome. Yeah. Uh, final comments. Victor and I will start that podcast. <laughs> final comments, Matt. What do you got? I'm I'm so confused, but that's okay. I'm gonna go have another beer once this ends, and we'll just settle it with that. The uh, feral cat shelters that I posted on Twitter are still available on Marketplace. I think that's important to call out. <laughs> okay. Buy some airtime. If you want to be a sponsor, you better pay for some sponsorship. This isn't your uh, free marketplace here. Oh, and awesome. Thank you so much. It was so great to have you on. I know you're such a huge contributor to our our, our DM chats there and all our Twitter con commentary and all that jazz. Such a blast to have you. Thanks for coming out. Thank you. Uh, once again, uh, Tanya still hasn't joined us. I think I've lost her for the night. Um, so I will say Yes. Awesome. Thank you for ha- for coming. And you like like Matt said, you've been a, a supporter and and a font of knowledge. And and you you lit- legitimately taught us something new today, at least one new fact, if not a couple. Uh, so a lot of fun. We hope to have you back uh, and uh, keep keep on fighting the good fight on Reddit <laughs> and, and Discord. I try. <laughs> uh, Victor. Yeah, awesome. Thanks. You've uh, 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 broken history here and made this probably our most epic episode so yeah. far. So almost two hours. Uh, yeah. So kudos. I apologize. All good. All good. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Kudos and thank you. And uh, just our friends uh, waiting for us on Discord are, are going to be pissed if, if anyone's right. left. Uh, poor Joshua. Yeah. Exactly. So, so I'm usually the one Joshua. who opens the Discord DM anyway. So Joshua's asleep so. already. Yeah. So look, looking forward to having you back for sure. All right. Uh, and awesome. Your final, final comments. Next time I will probably, I will try to keep my notes way more succinct. Three, three pages, <laughs> but, try it three pages. <laughs> but I I've loved coming on, mm-hmm. you know, I've, I've, um, I've had really good experiences being on Dean's podcast. I enjoy it. And I like talking to you all. So I hope to be back very soon. All right. Great. So now the moment we've all been waiting for, I'm going to play us off with a song from uh, this episode. Uh, I wonder uh, what song it's going to be. Um, I was going to, I was actually going to, just to piss you guys off, I was going to pick the one that they played during the brawl, but I knew that that was. Just... I will walk to Canada and bop you in the nose. <laughs> so here it is. It is called Un Musicien Parmi Tant d'autres, which is by a band called Harmonium okay, from 1974. Listen to this beautiful, beautiful music. Just let that marinate just for a couple of bars. Victor, do you know how to play this one yet? I watched the episode just before we got on. That's right. (laughs) He's been fixated on the last thing he heard, which was the song. I know. And that's all we have for this episode. Next week, we recap and review Letterkenny's Christmas special, The Three Wise Men, along with our friend and patron, Eliza, who returns for her second visit to the produce stand. 
you'd like to support the podcast, rate us on iTunes or become a patron, there's a Patreon link on our website or Twitter profile at ProtostanPod. If Twitter ain't your thing, we're also on Facebook and Instagram at ProtostanPod. Thanks for joining us. Now we're going to have some shots of maple whiskey and dance to some old French Boston, Boston Nova. On behalf of awesome Matt, Victor, Tanya, and myself, thank you for listening and have a great week.